In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ is risen. El Masiakan. Christos Anesti. Christos was grassy. Christus Akungoituk. Last Monday, uh, my brother and sister and I went over to Reed Lake to pick up our friends Richard and Patricia to go to Walmart. Richard and Patricia are visiting from out of town, um, but I've known them for about nine years. And, um, and when I went to their apartment, I opened the door and Deacon Tom was right inside, uh, standing there like four or five stairs that go up into the living space of this apartment. And he's right inside the door, right on the stairs, right? So like one foot on one step and another foot on a lower step and a hand on the door. Obviously there for a very short visit, right? Obviously. And, and not planning on staying because they have to go somewhere and Deacon Tom has a million things to do. And, uh, and I go in and, and say hello. They finish their conversation and as we're going to the car, Patricia says, I like to call those bonus rounds. Bonus rounds. I'm like, what's that? She said, well, we weren't planning on seeing Deacon Tom, but we loved seeing Deacon Tom, right? This, this passing encounter became an edifying moment of Christian fellowship. A bonus round. A bonus round. So then, then it gets better. We go to Walmart, Richard, Patricia, my brother, my sister, myself. We go to Walmart... And we get in the door, and the greeter at Walmart gets no less than, no fewer than two hugs from Patricia. Bonus rounds. That greeter got lots of bonus rounds from her that day. And as we made our way through the store, we covered all four quadrants of the store twice. <laughs> and my brother and I kept a list. We said, okay, here's the deal. If she gets a name, they go on the list. They're a friend. If she doesn't get a name, they're just an acquaintance. And we walked out of that store with nine names on the list. Nine names. And as she went through the store, Patricia, Patricia kept meeting people. She met a lady who has bone cancer, whose husband was driving one of those scooters. And I'm kind of standing back watching this. It was totally amazing to watch her just enter into this late woman's life and like get a part of her story and, and bear her burden with her. That woman, her name is Lori. She got so many hugs, I lost count. And then, and then she said, my husband and I have to go. And, and Patricia said, oh, okay. And she goes, right over to the husband and gives him a hug and everybody got a hug at Walmart last Monday I she even met a woman who knows the Shaws from Eagle River Julie the meat wrapper we met her at Walmart too I have no idea how that conversation started and Patricia she would go around and she'd meet these people and the last thing she would say is, oh, and this is my priest, Father Matthew. I'm so bad. I'm such a sinner. I have to travel with the priest. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this woman, we called it supermarket evangelism. Supermarket evangelism. But the whole time we're going through the store, I'm thinking in my mind, bonus rounds. Bonus rounds. 
She's not just going shopping for what she needs, right? That's what I would do. That's what her husband would do. Like, we've got a list. We go in, just get my crackers and go, right? I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to meet anybody. I don't want to send any more Christmas cards to anybody else, right? Not Patricia. Every person she sees is, is a potential encounter with Christ, a bonus round. She's not planning it. She's not planning it. But she's just keeping her eyes open to the possibility that the next person she talks to is going to be somebody that needs a hug, which she will gladly give, needs a smile, needs an encouragement, needs a prayer. And she'll do all those things right there in the store. Ironically, the two people who kind of like made a beeline away from her when she tried to engage were the two Mormons. <laughs> I couldn't understand it. I couldn't figure it out. You know, the white shirt, the name tag, brother, whatever. You know, the two guys, I was like, here we go. All right. These guys are going to get an encounter. No, they didn't. They, they ran away. So her life, her whole life, is full of bonus rounds. Bonus rounds. And it's really a beautiful way to live. Gosh, I don't know how much money she spends on stamps for Christmas cards. But she's earnest in her encounters. This is true Christian fellowship. Every person she comes across is the image of Christ and is a fellow struggler in this journey called life. Who doesn't need a hug when they go to Walmart, right? Who doesn't need an extra smile during the day? How many stories have we heard of children at school or students at college or co-workers at a new job who feel completely out of place until one person, one solitary person, gives them a smile and says, Hi, my name is... Can I help you? Would you like to come with me? How many visitors come to church and feel completely out of place until one person says, would you like to sit with me? Unfortunately, I've heard the story of many people who have even darkened the doors of this church and left because nobody talked to them. That doesn't happen so much anymore. But it's always something we have to be aware of. And when we have that feeling that there's somebody in front of me that I might need to talk to, right? We have a couple of tendencies. Number one, we might say, oh no, this is going to be hard. Oh no, I've got my... Or, or number two, I've got my own struggles. I don't want to take on their struggles. Okay, well, maybe you're blurring the lines a little too much. But hopefully, number, hopefully we go with option three. You know what? I can say hello to this person. I can greet this person. I can smile at this person. All these things are bonus rounds, so to speak. It really reminds me of the morning prayer of St. Philaret of Moscow. Many of you are familiar with this. But this is one that I use a lot in my daily devotions. This is the one that says, O Lord, grant me to greet the coming day in peace. Help me in all things to rely on your holy will. And every hour of the day, reveal your will to me. Bless my dealings with all 
who surround me. Bless my dealings with all who surround me. And later on in the prayer it says, In unforeseen events let me not forget that all are sent by you. In unforeseen events let me not forget that all are sent by you. So, what we have in today's gospel, of course, is for the woman, she gets a bonus round. It just happens to be with the creator of the universe. Christ, of course, plans a detour from wherever he was, from wherever he was to wherever he was going, he goes through Samaria. And if anybody has seen that, that TV show, The Chosen, I, like, I saw like a couple of episodes, and, and Jesus said, tells his disciples, we're going to Samaria, and they, they immediately like react strongly, like, wait a minute, I've never even talked to a Samaritan, we can't go there. Those are not real Jews. Right? They only believe in the first five books of the Old Testament, not the prophets and everything else that comes along. So Jesus plans this detour, though. He intentionally goes so that he can encounter this woman. He just makes it look casual, like I just happen to be here in the middle of the day, and you happen to be here. For that woman, she's going to draw water in the middle of the day at the hottest time of the day because she's embarrassed and ashamed of her life. She's had five husbands, and the one she has now is not even her husband. She's an outcast. Everybody else goes to draw early in the morning so they can have water for the rest of the day. And it's cool, right? Or they might go in the evening so they can have water for the next day. She goes in the middle of the day. Jesus is there waiting for her. And is he there waiting with his finger wagging saying, You bad woman? No. He's there offering her living water. Which the fathers of the church say is the, the Holy Spirit. Right? And the book of Revelation 21 and 22, there's a river that flows from the throne of God, a river of living water. It's the Holy Spirit. Right? And John chapter 7, Christ says, Come to me, all you who thirst, and I will give you fountains of water which will flow abundantly out of your heart. And we also should be reminded of Psalm 23. He anoints my head with oil, my cup runs over. He anoints my head with oil. When do we anoint someone's head with oil? In baptism, right? Is that what you said? Oh, in baptism and in chrismation. The seal of the gift of the Holy Spirit. Boom! Right? The living water is the Holy Spirit. Christ offers what He has. So this is also important. When we have our bonus rounds with people, when we encounter our friends, family, unexpected encounters, even expected encounters, when we try to love other people, we can only offer what we have. And we can only have the Holy Spirit if we're living a life in the Holy Spirit in the church. We won't have the Holy Spirit just because of our chrismation 
if we go off and live a life outside of the church. We won't have the Holy Spirit if we're not in communion with the Holy Spirit. And we can't be in communion with the Holy Spirit if we aren't even in communion with the Son of God in His body and blood. So you see what I mean? You can't give what you don't have. There's a saying that you should never take financial advice from someone who's broke. You should probably not take spiritual advice from someone who doesn't live in the Spirit. So, Christ offers this woman living water. He offers what he has. He has it by nature. His communion with the Spirit is by nature. What we have is by grace. But God is merciful and He allows us to offer the grace of the Holy Spirit to our brothers and sisters. And really, really, that's what it means when we pray, bless my dealings with all who surround me. It's that we will bring the grace of God to everyone we meet. And in so doing, we pray that others will be saved. St. Augustine, St. Augustine was not always a saint. He lived a life outside of the church. His mother famously prayed for him, St. Monica. But later in his life, St. Augustine wrote about the person who was most instrumental in converting him to Christianity. And that was Bishop Ambrose of Milan. And St. Augustine said about him, quote, That man of God received me as a father and showed me kindness. I began to love him, at first not as a teacher of truth, but as a person, a person who was kind to me. We might have the right doctrine, but we won't win anybody over if we don't have love. If we don't have the love of the Holy Spirit. The first fruit of the Holy Spirit, remember, is love. And so we have to give love to everyone we meet. We aren't just meeting masses of people, nameless people. We're meeting persons made in the image and likeness of God. Every face is an icon of our Savior. And when we can live our lives that way and see people through those lenses, everything starts to change. Our life becomes full of so many blessings. We don't take on other people's burdens. We take on, we take on the cross that Christ has called us to carry. And we help each other carry one another's burdens. Our Lord's love for the Samaritan woman, who tradition says is Saint Photony, who went on to become a martyr and is considered to be an equal to the apostles. Our Lord's love for Saint Photony, the Samaritan woman, was true and personal and genuine. He didn't see her as a nuisance or an interruption to his day. He saw her as someone who just needed a little bit of love. Meeting at the well 
And Sychar was no different than us meeting strangers at Walmart. And some of those strangers need a hug. Some of them need a smile. Some of them need an invitation to church. Everybody needs love, though. Everybody needs love. And we can't offer the love unless we have it. So my prayer, brothers and sisters, for all of us, is that we will spend each day with our arms up to the Lord in prayer, asking Him to send His Holy Spirit upon us. In a couple weeks, we'll return to our liturgical practice of using the prayer, O Heavenly King, Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, come and abide in us. So we offer our hands up like this to the Lord, asking that the Holy Spirit will come upon us and fill us with His grace and His life and His living water. And then we go into the world with our arms extended, offering that same grace to those we encounter, asking God to bless them and to work through us as conduits of His grace and of His Holy Spirit. May God grant this to us. And may we all live our life, especially think about it this coming week as you go to work. I know school is finished, but as you go out into the workplace, as you go out into whatever it is that you do during the summer when school is out, in your, in your homes and in your neighborhoods, keep your eyes open and remember that when you walk to the mailbox, that person walking down the street is not there by accident. They may not intend to encounter you, but God intended it. Offer a smile. Say hello. It's okay if you don't know somebody to say, Hi, my name is. Nice to meet you. And especially when that person walks in the door of this church, we all have a responsibility to smile and say hello and say welcome. We don't have to, like, spend the entire afternoon with them, but we do have to be polite and hospitable. We have to do this knowing that God has arranged all this providentially. He has, given, he has filled our life not just with time, but with bonus time. Not just with encounters, but with bonus encounters. And He has arranged it all for our salvation so that we can share the love of God that we have experienced. As St. John says in his epistle, we love others because God loves us first. Brothers and sisters, may we go out into the world and may we keep our eyes open for all who need love and all who need a prayer. And let us not do it in any condescending way. Let us be genuine and earnest and humble about it and offer only what is needed. And at the very least, let us be icons of Jesus Christ for everybody else so that they can experience the same love of God that we experience as we praise and glorify the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen.